Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's BudPod 182. 182. Um, fun ape glue. Fun ape glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when we run out of horses, you know we're going to start making glue out of the great apes. And it'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. Really like uh, when we run out of horses. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just say I'm planning something. <laughs> it's a big part of climate change. Horses hate hot hot horses. Yeah, horses hate the heat. Um, fun ape glue sounds like a rip-off of Gorilla Glue. Well, is that, that's very strong glue, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you'd be like, oh, I went to the off-brand B&Q, you know, P&Q. Yeah. P&Q. More polite. Yeah, yeah. Come, come mind your P's and Q's at P and Q, and they sell uh, fun ape glue. Yeah. Uh, uh, what other toad tape? Yes, nice. Um, well, Caledonian tape. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Caledonian ta- <laughs> tape. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, fun ape glue. Stucky tape. <laughs> um. Pierre and I are back from our travels. We aren't strictly allowed to say what we were filming, but we were filming something pretty fun. Is that was that as fun as ape glue? I dare say it was. Yeah, um, it was good, and it was. Um, we were away for what ten days? Ten total? days traveling. Long time. Yeah, long time spent. Yeah, spent together. But pod on the road. But pod on the road. Um, I think we'll actually. I think we definitely infused the show with a bud pod vibe with a bud pod style definitely aesthetic and um tone for sure so yeah i'm really looking forward to it coming out and being able to tell people what it is yeah it's gonna be really cool um it'll whatever it is we can't tell you but it'll be out I'm guessing early, in the first half of next year. Yeah, early next year. Early next year, I would have thought. So we'll see. Um, Something that is out on the day you are listening to this is my Richard Herring Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Oh, excellent. I can't wait to listen to that. So that's coming out today if you're listening on Wednesday. The Oh, no, hang on. Oh, no, my laptop just hasn't updated its, its, um, its clock. Why is that? Wednesday's 28th. Wednesday's the twenty eighth. Wednesday the twenty eighth of September. For some reason, my laptop is still on. Um, it thinks it's the fifteenth. That's worrying. Anyway. <laughs> oh well. That that is worrying because I go to my laptop to check it. Yeah. The date is correct on everything else. That's odd. That's extremely perverse. I don't like that at all. Anyway, I'll look into that in a second. Wow. Well, mm, how odd. Yeah. Because uh, there, there isn't even. A time zone you could have accidentally said it to where it's the 15th. Just the past. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a version of time zone called the 15th of September. <laughs> yeah. You're, oh, okay. You're not even Hawaii's on the 15th. Very strange. But um, yes, my wretched herring is out, which sounds obscene. Um, <laughs> yeah, your dick herring. My dick herring is out. Your little herring dick. My herring dick is out. 
Um, little red herring. The red herring dick. You're not. Supp- you're supposed to ignore it, <laughs> and yet there it is, being all distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be good. It is good. He asked me a question about milkshakes, so I was very proud of my answer. Oh, wow, yeah. that's a teaser. Yeah. And he does the research, hey? I mean, like, he was really, um, blah, blah, blah. he'd watched the, the sketch show cuts that I put on my oh, YouTube. Oh, great, and yes. he was nice about it, which is very, but I didn't think he'd go that deep. No, um, he, he does his due diligence. Yeah. If you're listening and you haven't seen it, I, I did a sketch show with some very talented people. It's very funny. Um, One sketch in particular makes me... Makes me smile. <laughs> it makes me really laugh. One, yeah. Yeah. One about... Um, a type of dog. A type of dog. Yeah. Yes. Um, really, really funny. So if you're listening and you haven't watched it, give it a watch. Give it a watch and then give yourselves a wash. Speaking of watching, Pierre, you know how I, um, I'm really bad at having seen movies that people are meant to have seen? Yes, yeah. You're not the worst, but That's you're not... true, yes. We know people who have seen nothing. Michael Owen style. <laughs> Michael and Scene was it three movies? Seven, I Seven think. Seven movies. Yeah, but a lot of them are like factual based and Right, right, right. I think only two are like strictly fictional. Right. They're like Ghostbusters or something. This weekend I for the first time in my life watched Austin Powers. I've, really? I've never seen Austin Powers. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> I didn't even know that was missing from your oeuvre. I watched the first two Austin Powers this weekend. Did you? Just on my own. What did you think? You know what? It mostly holds up. The first one holds up almost entirely, I think. Yeah. I watched it again the other Christmas sometime. I remember it was Christmas time recently-ish. Yeah. And I thought, I, I t- as I turned it on, I thought, time to, time to sort of look back in hindsight in a frowny way at this yeah. comedy I remember liking. No. Nah. There's even a rather astonishing bit where he refuses to have sex with a lady because she's too drunk. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, what? 1997. <laughs> awesome powers. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was very impressed. He's ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Um, and there's the, that bit where he predicts 9-11 is there? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> just him being ahead of the game um, but I think it mostly holds up I, I, I think it's mostly really funny I think the second one maybe I laughed at more gold member no the second no, one is Spy one. Who Shagged Me that's right um, which a lot of really holds up I like how just unashamedly silly it is um, yeah. a lot of the jokes don't, they don't stick the landing, which is quite strange. A lot, a lot of scenes just kind of peter out. It, yeah. it looks like they just definitely improvised a lot of stuff and cut it down, and they didn't always actually get to a to an out. To something, the scene. Where, yeah, something where they thought, "Great, that's a button." Yeah, that's nice. But I kind of added to the charm. I like how there are characters who died in the first one and reappear in the second one, and they just don't even <laughs> care to explain why they're back. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I really like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the second one probably has a, a couple more objectionable bits. I mean, m- the mini-me stuff is a bit like, ugh, come on. Yeah, um, that, that's a very late 90s naughty thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's dwarfs and grandmas. Yes, yeah. Put a dwarf or a grandma in it and make them, do something, make them flip someone off. Put a dwarf or a grandma in, rapping, dressing like a rapper. Yes. Dwarves and, white dwarves and grandmas behaving like uh, black rappers. Yes. Yes. Not like behaving like... Not many me to appear like that in the music video for Austin Powers looking like Eminem. No. It's supposed to look like... Yes. Maybe... Um, 50 Cent or something. Yeah, but more with the white shirt and stuff. Right. Like some uh, of iconic white shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a hat, like kind of slightly square hat. Was, was 50 Cent the first guy to, to really popularize that kind of slightly square-topped baseball cap? I think just because he was such a square man himself, right? He's always like but, a pixelated man. But before that, yeah, before those all kind of... LL Cool J kind of hand that look, did he, for a bit? Maybe. 
Maybe. My my hip hop history, my Triple yeah, my H, H is not good not, enough. Not good. Not very good. I've I got a C in hip hop history. <laughs> See me after class, Professor Dre. I've still got got Goldmember to watch, but I but I gather that's the worst one. Yeah, there's still some funny bits, but it is very much it, it just being like, let's do this again, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. Very um. Very interesting to see in the first one a browned up Will Ferrell. Yes. <laughs> he's and, yes. and and then in the in the second movie he's slightly less browned up, but he's still browned up a little. Is he? Yeah, because he's he plays a guy called Mustafa, right? That's right. So they just got like ge- generically sort of. Kind yeah, generically. He, like he's got a Moroccan fez, but is he from Iran or whatever? Is generically it? brown henchman. Yes, yes, yes. I guess if if it, I remember when I watched Austin Powers like that. Well, that was one of Will Ferrell's first big movie roles. It seems that way. So I had no it idea who he like was, and, right, I, and, yeah. and it was only rewatching it. I was like, oh yeah, Will, Will Ferrell. Will yeah. Ferrell. I get if I was Will Ferrell's PR, and I'm not saying I'm not. If I was Will Ferrell's PR, and somehow. Someone on Twitter managed to rub two sticks together fast enough to create some fire about this. You know, there's always some wizard out there who manages to like dream up this thing out of nowhere. Yeah. And people really decided to care about Mustafa and Austin Powers again. And, you know, fine, we can do an analysis. If I was Will Ferrell's PR, I would say, well, that's actually a clever reference to the crappy browning and, and yellowing up. In the Bond films, right? Yes, and and in that's right, that's right, that's right. Of which there was a quite a lot. Sure. Um, so yeah, if I, I was, that's that would be my angle, and I'm hope maybe that's true. I want to do like a PhD on who gets a free pass on these things and why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. no one, I don't, I've never heard anyone mention uh, uh, Austin Powers once in yeah. the like. Shall we take these things down for black facing or brown facing? Um, and stuff from the '90s seems to slip through because mm. mm. I think because I think stuff from the '90s is so recent that you don't get any cultural points if you're Gen Z by like uh, looking back at it mm-hmm. and being like, "Did you know about this? I've seen this." And also, do you think just the '19 at the beginning sort of makes people go, "That was a long time ago." Whereas yeah. something else, 2003, is like, "Come on, that was whoa, like five years ago." Yeah, that was when I was a toddler, or whatever. Says the the more young kind of firebrand. Yes. Whereas, like, you can get a bit of credit by looking back at something unacceptable from the 70s. Because the 70s is cooler. Hmm. Like, you know, like, oh, I love uh, 70s music or, you know, classic films. Hmm. 90s is too recent for anything to become a classic film. Right. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Maybe we're due a meteor shower of 90s retrospective cancellation also 90s is cool now isn't it yeah, the 90s is cool now fashion gen, gen Zers are into 90s stuff so i suppose they don't want to they, well, they got tarnish their aesthetic with uh, yeah. recognitions of of uh, the bad elements of the 90s they've got curtains now they on their, their their hair you know oh yeah the bowl curtains yeah very 90s very nsync <laughs> um yeah i i wonder i would like you to do that phd because it is interesting mm there is some that's, stuff where they just go, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but on the whole, pretty funny. Pretty childish. Uh, it's interesting when you, when you go and watch something for the first time that you know more from his references, like Fat Bastard. Yeah. I was like, well, so he's just a fat... Surely there's more to it. He can't no. just be a fat Scottish guy. No. No, there's, not, there's nothing more to it. They just go, imagine a fat Scottish guy. <laughs> that's it. And everyone's going, okay. Yeah. Yeah, imagine a really fat Scottish guy, and that's it. 
I quite like it as a sort of meta joke on how every character who pops up in the Bond films, the classic ones especially, they they the thing is like size and nationality, or yeah, like, size, yeah. like like um, Jaws. Let's go. Oh, he's got metal teeth and he's really big. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, tall. Yeah. He's the tallest man you've ever seen. And everyone goes, oh, and we're like odd job. They go, he's little and he's Asian. Asian. Yeah, and he throws. Yeah, there's an odd job. The character in the first. Austin Powers, but he just throws a shoe instead. Yeah, and that's it. That's all they changed about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. It, but a lot of the jokes on Austin Powers are like, oh, imagine if um, the guy instead of a hand he threw a shoe, and then they go, yeah, that's funny. And then what? What else happens? And you go, uh, no, that's it. It's kind of it, really. Let's move on to the next, next good, idea. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Yeah. Um, fun. Did you laugh at a million dollars? A million dollars is really funny. Time travel kind of jo- inflation joke. Inflation jokes. Very yeah, topical yeah. now. That's true. Of course, yes. Welcome to Cheap Pound. Welcome. Cheap Pound, baby. Poundland Pound is land. the cheapest it's ever been. If you want headphones that don't work, <laughs> if you want unrecognizable, non-copyrighted, cartoon character-themed objects. Yes. If you want low-quality pencils. <laughs> Now's the time to go to Poundland and get them. I can't, but the, a pound is almost a, a dollar now. A pound is almost a dollar. We are almost on a par with our American cousins. Thanks to Kwasi. Well, has and there, his crazy economics. The British pound is still the most valuable currency in the world, right? Uh, I think the Swiss franc is very powerful. Really? I think so. The so Swiss franc is worth more than a British pound? No, maybe that's wrong. I was, in my oh, no, maybe it's cost of living I'm thinking of. Like, it's so expensive to live right. in Switzerland. That's a good question. That's a good question. What is the strongest it, currency? There's nothing in the world that has ever, as for, in my experience, you bought know, a load of pounds. Bought a load of pounds. Yes, that's true. GBP to Swiss. Although cost of living transfer, the Aussies find the UK quite cheap sometimes. So one pound is 1.07 Swiss francs. Ooh, it's close. So the dollar is stronger than the franc, the Swiss franc. Um, via the pound. Via the pound. For now. Uh, but I mean, the, yeah, the dollar the dollar's never been stronger than the pound, but it might happen. No, it might happen. That's what, crackers. What does that mean? This is what I don't really understand about the strength of... I, 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 I almost think of it in terms of that, uh, the meme of the universe brain, you know, the increasingly complex yeah. brains. And mine goes like, the dumb brain goes... A weak pound is good. Then the smart brain goes, the strong pound is good. And then the universe brain goes, no, a weak pound is actually good. Yeah, that's I it. I can't tell. I can't tell what's good. It just loops. Yeah. I, I yeah. Because like a weak pound means more <laughs> more work for you're able to sell more out of the UK because it's cheaper. A weak but then pa- your money's worth less. I mean, is that literally it? A weak pound is good for exports. Yeah. Obviously. However, we don't export a lot. Mm, except like, certainly not physically except services and that's no use because they're they're paying us here ah and right we're yes, paying yes, more yes. for stuff that's coming in yeah and right because even so even much. the services in the uk are employed by the uk branches of international companies so it's often, not like yeah. being paid in dollars and then that's good yeah yeah and we're buying stuff that we often import and i i heard all like pretty much the entire energy market is in dollars so then yeah. that just means that energy is even more expensive now because yes of the yeah exchange. but also it's mainly that the us dollar is doing really well more than as as more than the pound is weak yeah. the us dollar is really strong yeah Bi- biden is doing so well at reducing inflation in america he's uh-huh. reducing it by like a percentage point a month or something or he did at some point like well. he's doing well 
or his administration. That's why he's so sleepy. He's, or his administra- he's naked from he's reducing naked inflation. So <laughs> <laughs> or his administration's doing well and he's like a mad old king. Yeah. Who's just sort of, what? Like just kind of gives out instructions and stuff happens, which is fine. I do not mind that. Mm. If you go, we've got a very sleepy king, <laughs> but before he got sleepy, he appointed a lot of geniuses to do everything. Yeah. Great. Good. Lovely. Good sleepy king. Have a, have a, have a sleepy You've verdict. deserved your sleep. Yeah, have a nap. Have a kip. Have a Sleep, kip. your majesty. Sleep. You have labored long enough. <laughs> like, it's like a version of Jafar. If Jafar was just really good modernizing influence on mm. the kingdom of Agrabah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. there'd be a good funny, like, Disney reveal where it's like, Jafar was like a sort of modernist. <laughs> like trying to open up the country to you know investment and things so <laughs> yeah, Jasmine's father was this absolutely a traditional tyrant sort of like xenophobic <laughs> um, but a lot of the American successes to do with like they have their own gas really they have their own energy right well they've got this amazing I, they've, they've got this like proper like bullying position because they have fracking right Mm. And the second the price of oil goes high enough that or gas goes high enough that it makes their fracking worthwhile, they just turn on all the fracking. Uh. And then second, then it releases loads into the market, and then the price goes down again. And they go and they turn off the fracking. Yeah, they've got like control of the valve, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah With yeah. the power of fracking, king, king, king. <laughs> and not yeah. caring if your citizens have drinkable water. Ta, 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 ta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're trade offs, sure. Oh yeah, but not globally for us. No. Um, it's just if you live in Flint or wherever and they can't drink the tap water. Is that because of fracking? I think so. I think so. But with America, who knows? It's chaos over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, every, every other week, I seem to see something on Twitter from America about some sheriff standing in front of a committee of people with a glass of tap water daring them to drink it. Yeah. I see that hundreds of... It seems to be happening constantly. Yeah. Very apocalyptic. And we can at least drink our tap water. For now. For now, Liz Truss. Very laughing a lot today, reading about people already submitting letters of no confidence. Really? Yes. Already? According according to a minister who according to a Tory MP who was a minister under Boris, he and others are already like, She's gonna destroy the fucking economy. And it's like Liz Truss and Kwasi Kwarteng are arguing directly with the Bank of England. And a lot of their policies like aren't even particularly Tory policies. We're or... going to have another new Prime Minister next year, aren't we? I sure. mean, surely. Surely we're going to have another new Prime Minister. And that is a disgrace. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. She's got such a weird voice. I love Matthew Paris's column about this trust that everyone was sharing where he was just like, she's insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her brain is empty. <laughs> I love Matthew Paris. He really didn't give a fuck Yeah, he doesn't it. give a fuck. He's great. Sitting on his llama farm. He's got that real South African sort of directness. Zimbabwean. But... Is he? Yeah. I thought it was South African. No, Zimbabwean originally. Oh. But like British, but like like expat kid, is it? Yeah. I think. No, actually, I don't know. I don't know. Um... Yeah, although he like he wrote like column after column saying, "You mark my words, the Tory party is far too clever to ever let Boris be in charge." <laughs> yeah, like, every week another edition. Well, it looks like it's going a bit better for Boris, but you <laughs> wait and see. Someone's gonna, and then it's just like wrong, 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 wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wishful thinking all the way to the to the grave. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But Liz Truss is baffling and stupid, and seems to be destroying the economy, which is, in a nihilistic way, quite funny. It is funny. I mean, it's sort of... We're all going to suffer for it I tremendously. Mean, this perennial, we're in this perennial sort of dance of... 
Well, her being shit makes things better for Labour come next general election, but worse for me living in the UK now. Yes. So what do I want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's gone to war with uh, basically anyone with a mortgage. Yes. If everything she's doing is, you know, the interest rates and so on. Someone was saying like monthly repayment, like yearly repayments on a mortgage would go from for a certain brand like band of mortgage payers would go from like seven grand a year to like 15 great and people everyone would just lose their houses or i mean she's really really like day one she's walked in through the door she's like that teacher she's walked into the the treasury and she's gone everyone show me all your pl- uh, fiscal plans and they all hold them up and she's like now put them in the trash <laughs> <laughs> and stand on your desk <laughs> like she's done that to the whole government <laughs> forget everything you know about being a civil servant we're we're changing things around here <laughs> yeah it, yeah i i can't see her staying prime minister for much for like not even until the next general election surely not it's it's a it's what happens when the person who chooses the prime minister is the people who choose the prime minister I should say are just like the Tory party and not the public and it's always like the most mental yeah the most line. mental version yeah ones of those the most mental version of the kind of person who can be bothered to join the conservative party and keep up to date with their emails regarding it yeah so like we're already in dedicated weirdo territory yeah <laughs> yes and then they go okay, who's the nuttiest of all of you yeah Who's the most intense person at Warhammer Club? <laughs> they get to choose. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yeah, so that's interesting and good for anyone who, who holds, I don't know. Who has money. Who has uh, Swiss francs or Zimbabwean dollars at this point. <laughs> yeah. What, um, if, if, if you could change the name of the currency. Oh, the British pound? Yeah. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah. Very nice. Bitcoin. Didn't Rishi Sunak say he wanted to do that? I think there was there was an idea floated of a British cryptocurrency and it's called Bitcoin. But then I, I, I tweeted not either before that or not having heard of it that I want to call the pound Bitcoin. Uh but yeah, that's my vote is for Bitcoin. That's good. Three Bitcoins for you know three Bitcoins for a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the entire nation getting its groceries on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Britcoin, yeah. I'd want to go for like uh, florins. Florins is fine. Like one of those like medieval total war currencies. Or back to lira from where the pound sign is from. Let's go the lira. Ooh, florins, lira. Uh, uh, just call everything shillings. That shillings would get voted through by the current government. Yeah, doubloons. Doubloons. Let's call them doubloons again. Doubloons. Let's make economic freefall fun. Let's all pretend to be like. Jacob Rees-Mogg's always going on about the buccaneering spirit yes, of the city of London. Exactly. Let's go over it. Doubloons. Let's Pe- commit. Pieces of eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's the What's the Spanish one? Uh, Is it doubloons? I don't think it doesn't sound very Spanish. Gal- no, you know, no Spanish. the one that's on like the, the the treasure galleons. Yes. That's gonna bug me. Spanish. I'm going to Google Spanish pirate coin. You are not connected to the internet. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's why the date's fucked. 
sake. Why am I not connected? Nothing works. Um, yeah, I've heard this so uh, many times. The, I do not have connection. Treasure chests full of... Bless. Francis Drake stole so many... Bless. Spanish pirate coin. From the on. Spanish. Fuck. Hang on. Pirate coin... Oh, see, it seems to be doubloon. Was it? Apparently. You better not be lying to me, Philip. Are we? I oh, swear yeah. there's something that I'm not thinking of that is the one. I'm on a site called Pirate Money. <laughs> oh, uh, Reals? No, no. Escudos? And what eight escudos is a doubloon. So reals and escudos are the Spanish ones, apparently. Oh, pirate money. <laughs> <laughs> is this what we've been reduced to? Yeah, it's talking about pirate money. <laughs> oh, it can't be right. It seems to be reals. Real seems to be the base, the base unit. It's reals. Which just means royals, doesn't it? I guess so. Doblon, doubloon, duros. Oh, this isn't what I wanted at all. No, because I'm thinking of a different word, too. Uh, Pirate money. Pirate money, baby. Dirhams, dinars. These are Middle Eastern now. Yes, yes. Dirham. I like saying dirham, though. Dirham. Dirham. Hey, how cool is the stuff in... Well, not cool, but how interesting is the stuff happening in Iran right now? The the riots and the... Do you see the Iranian government are deploying female riot police now? Oh, really? Because they go like, you you don't want people hitting women? Well, guess what? We've got a lot of maniacs who are women. (laughs) What are you going to do now? Checkmate. Checkmate. Sheikh Mat, which of course is from Persian. Of course, yes. If anyone's going to say checkmate, it's going to be them. It's always so interesting these these the events that the the straws that, that break the camel's back, you know the the events that really push a population over into um into boiling over. It's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah, isn't it's hard it? to tell what it is. Like you would never have thought the Arab Spring would have been kicked off by a it was a Tunisian tomato market stall salesman guy trying to set himself on fire. Huh? Yeah, I didn't know this. That was the start of the Arab Spring. Really? Yeah, well, he was I, set himself on fire in a protest. Ah. Oh. But he wasn't like he was like a guy who worked in a market, mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. that was enough. That happened to be the thing. Yeah, I think it's like what they call in the in business a black swan. It's a this thing that becomes huge, and you could never have predicted it. It's a spooky, sexy film. Black Swan. Black yeah, Swan. Yeah, that is a spooky, sexy film. <laughs> yes, yeah, so a sort of unpredictable um, once in a lifetime event. Yeah. Although to be fair, I mean the UK especially is pretty. I'd say balls deep into once-in-a-lifetime events in the last five years. Mm, mm-hmm. You're getting pretty sick of these once-in-a-lifetime events, Phil. Enough. I really wish they'd stop happening. Enough for a hundred lifetimes. But yeah, I mean, these these protests in Iran now are like led by women, but then like supported by men, which is really cool to see. The men are following behind the ladies who are burning the hijabs and stuff. I wonder if... I, I really hope something comes of it. Obviously, yeah, it'd be great. I don't see... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, like it's. I think it's it's a naive person who celebrates a revolution and uh, of any kind, but especially in that part of the world. But I mean, yeah. as the revolution is being driven by, it is you know, an opposition to 
fundamentalist autocracy. You've got to be pretty pro, at least in a cautious way. Yes. Yeah, I'm totally pro, but I mean, what what the result will be in the end, who knows? Who knows? It can make these things worse. I mean, the Arab, you know, there was so much optimism about the Arab Spring and that kind of came to nothing, really. Yeah, or, or just chaos, and I mean... Yeah. Or just or it's the power vacuums that's a dangerous thing, like the Muslim Brotherhood yeah. in um, in Egypt, right? Who use Arab Spring to um, to consolidate their power? That's what happened, right? Yes, at least initially, that was part of it. But the um, um that's what the, that's the name of the group, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Muslim Brotherhood. The the usual um, autocratic dictator, fascist regime apologists, of course, are just going, oh, it's all the CIA funded you know. oh yeah 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 the cia Boss do everything and it's all fake and yeah 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 mm. these 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 people can't be thinking of for themselves or protesting for themselves it's because they're american stooges blah 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 yes yeah these sort of it's very patronizing it's very patronizing <laughs> that if something monumentous happens the, uh, the u.s has to be behind it in some way yeah in, in a way it's the most patriotic they are the most patriotic people yeah conspiracy theorists i always think are often the most patriotic people because they go well nothing could happen without my government say so <laughs> like really even if i disagree with it yeah. everything has to be centered around me and my life experience <laughs> yeah exactly i'm still trying to figure out this coin thing it's gonna bug me <laughs> This is the B story to this episode. Yeah, just me like privately worrying about coins for the rest of the day. <laughs> Honey, are you okay? You haven't touched your coins. No, I, I think it is Real's. I don't know. <laughs> you can't see me now, listeners, but I'm looking... He is so upset. He's looking out the window like he's waiting for his war bride to return. <sighs> Galleons, that's Harry Potter. <laughs> It's not okay. Galleons. Isn't the galleon the type of ship? It is, yeah. But right. in the Harry Potter books, the gold coins are golden galleons. Oh, I see. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. I hope something happens with it but not something insanely dangerous. Mm. I, oh God, I don't know. I mean, we're really, it does feel like a sort of new age of mad chaos. And I know everyone thinks that, but I don't know. The Cold War was so stable. Yeah, but we are also now, you know, 
constantly aware of every single thing that happens. Yeah, we we can literally watch like a, a an eye a person's eye view a POV of of a of a riot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh God, excuse me. Are you farting? Or is that the leather? Sofa? Is the couch? Yeah. Okay. I'm sitting on a leather sofa. Um, Phil's casting me for something after this. He won't say what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm doing a sort of elbow farts on this on this okay. arm of this chair. If it, on this podcast, this is the one podcast where if it was farts, we'd have to be, we'd be delighted. <laughs> we'd finally be able to relate to our this listeners. This is a funny moment when you make a fart noise on some furniture, and then you have to prove that it wasn't a fart by <laughs> replicating noise, but you can't, you can't get it. You just it can't again. do it. You got suddenly, <laughs> suddenly the leather sofa arm is the smoothest. <laughs> I swear. I, oh, God. Uh, and, then, and then you start farting out of nerves. <laughs> and you're your own worst enemy. I swear. I No, that was real. I, <laughs> yeah but that's yeah that, that, that I, I don't know why that's not a the big story right now is what's happening in Iran I guess because there's just so much shit going on here though. I guess it's um it's because you know if you're if on your first day like Mr. Bean style you walk into the economy and just like go and you just like tip over the table <laughs> everyone's gonna go oh my god I mean because if anything happens to the the Iranian uh if that shifts at all, Iranian power or government shifts at all, that's it's huge. I mean, that's massive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're the ones giving the Russians all the drones. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Russians can't make their own drones now, basically. Oh. So they gave them three hundred of their drones, and they're pretty fancy. Three, like military grade. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like yeah, not yeah. hobbyist. Um, really good, really well, like proportionally pretty good drones. So if that that would be nice for that to stop. Here we go. Okay. Little arm I can't tell what's what's fart and what's couch at this point. <laughs> That's um a sentence from Boxing Day. <laughs> and you're sitting what? around on Boxing Day going like fart, couch, it's all one thing now. <laughs> mm. Um have you ever sat on a whoopee cushion? Yes. I don't know if I've ever sat on one in the intended context of not noticing it was there <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe like once in my life and i've never been fooled again <laughs> that's what that song is by the who won't get fooled again uh-huh it's about whoopee cushions yeah that's why the name then then the name of the band is actually the whoopee cushions but they <laughs> the, they they cut it they no. fucked up the um the text size <laughs> yeah they, yeah when so they submitted the image so yeah <laughs> especially the whoopee cushion <laughs> Yeah. No, I just always like it as a prank because you could just be like, well, obviously that was this device I've just unearthed from under my chair. Mm. Yeah. And I never at one point thought it was me because I would have felt the fart coming out of my asshole. That's a good tactic, actually, to always have whoopee cushion in your back pocket. So yeah, if you ever do actually fart... <laughs> You can oh, and you put it, just pull it out of your back pocket and go. Oh, who who did this? Very funny. Come on. Come on, who filled it with shit as well, so it smells. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, who filled this with wet shit and put it under, <laughs> put it on my seat? Come on. No, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm I just mad. want it's to know. Funny. It's, it's funny. funny. It's funny. It's funny. Who filled my pants with the shit? <laughs> Pulling out lumps of shit from your pants. Who did this? <laughs> it did this. Come on. Come I on. can take a joke. I can take a joke. Like I waving a fistful of poo. I can take it. It's funny. 
And then just, it keeps happening. Who put it? Take out a big knife. Who put this in my bloodstained knife? Who put this in my pocket? Come on. Oh. Big bag of cocaine. Oh, come on, guys. Oh. That's how you confess everything. It's just via prank. <laughs> yeah, that's a good tactic. Yeah. Until they confront you about the smell. You go, I guess it's realistic. They've upgraded them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These it's 2022. 4D whoopee cushions have added a smell cushion. smell vision has come to the whoopee cushion industry. Are you prepared? Yeah, you prefer prepared for this new world. Whoopee cushions smell of farts now, and no one is talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to talk about how whoopee cushions don't smell. Guardian long read. I'm waiting for the Guardian piece about how whoopee cushions are fart shaming. Yes. I'm waiting on that. Yes. Lifelong, um, life, life, lifelong, uh, um, what's the word for when like a disease is, is constant? Chronic. Yeah. Chronic flatulence is a lifelong <laughs> debilitating condition. Yeah. Enough, say the farters. <laughs> farters for justice. Farters for justice. <laughs> Dress as a superhero and climb a thing, farting the whole time. <laughs> Each time they try to like put a leg up to climb Big Ben, they... yeah. Yeah. is for justice is great. Um, yeah, that's got to be happening at some point because I guess look to be. You know who I feel most sorry for in terms of those like weird little smell conditions? There's those people who just, like their armpits just are like awful. Right, right. You know? Is this a real thing? Some That's people real. are just naturally smellier than other people. Yeah, but like it's like to the it? point where it's like it's unwashable off. Like they Ooh. can't get rid of it. Eesh. It's something to do with like the chemicals in their sweat of, of like it's what's being produced naturally by their gl- sweat glands. Right. Forever. That's it. Ugh. Like rotten fish or something. Yeah. So really, like, I always just think that's what the fuck do you do? You can't like get them all surgically removed. It actually I mean, does sound like one of Richard Herring's sort of hypothetical questions. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you rather smell like fish every time you sweated? Yeah. Or, or have, have a have fist come out of your bum? Or, or, or constant farting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you, would you rather smell like fish when you sweat really, really badly? Like even a little bit of sweat. Are you asking me now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Or you have to fart so much all the time, but it doesn't smell. Oh, but it's audible. Well, it's just so much that, like, it, even if you're sneaking them, right? It's just eventually constant. one. It's just so much. I think I take the smelling like fish when I sweat. Really? Yeah, because because it's like at least it's in the context of sweating where people aren't expecting you to smell great. I just smell particularly bad. But, also, I don't sweat very often. But what about like the tube on a hot day? Like not exercise, you know? Sexy, people aren't going to be able, t- people aren't going to be able to pick out who's the one who smells like fish <laughs> on the tube. Sexy times. Um, just keep the room real cold. <laughs> real? They call me the snowman. Yeah, sexy times is bad. Sexy times is bad. But then equally in sexy times, just like, just constant, but no smell. Just these disturbing Especially noises. considering, you know, that during sexy times, the, the relevant parts don't smell their best anyway. They're not... Add. They're, they're not wearing their Sunday best. <laughs> no, to <laughs> add a fish. Fishy, fishy smell to them. And I, I, I mean, I don't mean like fresh fish, like you go, oh, this market is... Uh, thriving yeah like really like oh end of the day it's like someone cooked fish in this house and it's in the bin come on that made me uh, that's gross (laughs) (laughs) 
That made me feel. You know what? The word my for me is when someone's cooked salmon. You know, I hate yes. salmon. Someone's okay. cooked salmon and they put the skin in the bin, and now the kitchen smells like cooked salmon the worst <laughs> food in the world that is the worst smell though bin salmon bins Ugh. <laughs> it's bad enough when you're meant to eat it the smell of cooked you salmon put the skin in the bin i hate cooked salmon so much i otherwise eat like a fucking goat but cooked yeah. salmon but i think i've consolidated all everyone else's sort of normal amount of picky eating yeah i've consolidated it just into cooked salmon which i hate more than anything it's like kryptonite you're yeah. like Superman. You have you you're food immune to everything, but mm-hmm. this one like element. Yes, and it's yes. cooked salmon. It's cooked salmon. <laughs> Lex Luthor just, you know, hurling salmon on crout at you <laughs> while you eat chicken's feet and pig head and cockroaches. I'd rather you I'd literally be- have eaten cockroaches and you don't like cooked salmon. Yeah, <laughs> what a what a slam. <laughs> What a slam! I really enjoy what I enjoy you saying before you put the skin in the bin. Put the skin in the bin. Put the skin in the bin. That's when you have to, you, yeah. That's when you have to really commit to an, an effort. Come on, put some skin in the bin. Put your skin in the bin. Or if it's like it's like skin in the game, but when you pull you 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 don't have any skin in the game anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. You'd be like, oh, I course. used to have skin in the game. Now that it's skin in the bin. I had skin in the game. But I binned it. I binned it. I binned that skin. Don't trust him. He's got skin in the bin. He's got skin, skin in the game, though. Yeah, of course he wants you to gamble. He, he's, his skin's in the bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this. He's out of the game. It's good. So you would... Well, okay, given that discussion now about skin in the bin, what would you choose? I th- I think I have to go for the, th- the, the, the occasional curse, which is the smelling terrible when I sweat, as opposed to just farting all... The, needing to fart all the time. Let's say, let's say by all the time we mean, like, you have to do a fart every five minutes. It's just such it's just such social anathema to be heard <laughs> farting, even though it doesn't smell. It's yeah. just to be heard. But how, do, how much do you trust yourself to be able to like, you know, screw a silencer onto your <laughs> pistol every time? But then, but then I don't also be the guy who's like always leaning to his side. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you're very cool now. Yeah. yeah, I just like leaning. I just like leaning from time to time, just lifting my right leg up. Yeah. Just to- Have you guys noticed that Phil always sits like um, Basic Instinct now? He's always got one. <laughs> he's always got one knee, leg crossed over the other, smushing his bollocks. <laughs> you guys noticed that? Uh, no, not really. Well, I have. <laughs> I wonder what made him do that. Have you noticed that Phil's always putting his leg up on stuff? In an inspiring sort of school teacher sort of way, <laughs> like up on a chair and leaning and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which would you pick? Definitely the farting one. Really? I'm a sweaty I'm you a sweaty do sweat. you do sweat a sweaty suave. Yeah, and your stand up shows would be Intolerable. Intolerable. To all but the most dedicated seafood fans. Yeah, <laughs> all those with synesthesia of, of some kind. Yeah, so the smell of fish made them laugh. Yes, yes, that'd be good. Uh, yeah, definitely the. I I I also just think like it's such a being like smelly. Being smelly is being bad. smelly is such social anathema as well. Uh, I remember. Th- Whereas you could there, almost uh, you could, if you if you really marketed it right, your constant boisterous farting, but without the smell, could be marketed as like hangover free alcohol. It's, it's, all the all the fun and no 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 hangover. I remember my my boarding school, um, in Brunei. There was um, a new girl and she joined and she was beautiful and I was like, wow, what a beautiful girl. 
and then got around that she smelled quite bad. Yeah. And it just cancelled out all the be- everything, all the beauty. It yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You could be the most beautiful. If you smell bad, yeah, it's over. It's powerful. It's it's crazy. If you smell a bit like bum, it, yeah, it doesn't matter it. how you look. Forget it. It almost yeah, almost makes it worse. Yeah, because it's it's our, we we incorrectly associate beauty with with virtue and and cleanliness, I guess, cleanliness purity. and purity and 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 pleasant things. Yeah, which is obviously not you know, necessarily true at all. Yeah, very medieval way of thinking. So it's more like uh, you're not supposed to smell. Yeah. If you do smell, you're supposed to smell of lavender. Yeah. And rosewood, <laughs> like the angels. But instead, <sighs> smelly pits. Poor gal. Was it sweaty smell or did she? Was she... Oh, I don't remember. Did they not specify this when she smells? She smells. And yeah. You just took off your gloves. Just and kind of threw like them onto the a, ground. A, just like a funk. A funk. <laughs> just a funk. <laughs> That's so bad. A you know, funk. apparently funk music is named after funk, which is the smell after sex. Get off. Mm. Get off that fact podium. I Yeah. Really? I, th- this is what I've heard. It might be completely wrong. Um, let's see. Funk. Origin of funk. Good Lord. Word. Name. Name. Origin of name funk. Uh, is there any other music like that? The ancient and distinguished surname Funk is of German origin. Oh. Uh, okay, that's different. Um, <laughs> ancient and names? distinguished? <laughs> Get. Chill out, mate. Your name is Carl Funk. I'm laughing at you. How did Funk music get its name? Here we go, here we go. All right, moment of truth. Is it to do with banging? According to one source, New Orleans-born drummer Earl Palmer was the first to use the word funky to explain to other musicians that their music should be made to more syncopated. Oh, fuck it. Maybe I was wrong then. But where did he get it from? That's true. Did Earl Palmer have a particularly stinky dick and balls? <laughs> Is that why we're grooving so hard now, thanks to Earl Palmer's D&Bs? I'm not getting... I'm, ugh. You know, it's one of those things you look up and there's so many theories. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know which one's which. I like that. Well, I like one. that, though. I want to stick to the sex one. Yeah. <laughs> like, Because it does sound like a stank. The bow, 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 it sounds like smelly. Well, it's porn music. Yeah. We associate it so heavily with pornography. Yeah. In a sort of stereotypical VHS sort of way. Mm. Funky. I like it. Is there any other music? Jazz? Jizz? <laughs> That's pretty close. Jizz music? Yeah. Um, disco, mm. not really. Dick, dicks, dickso. 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 Punk. So close to funk. Yes, true. Can you get funk? P- punk? punk sounds a bit like puke. Punk. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Pop. The knobbin. Pop. Sounds 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 like a fart. Pop. <laughs> That's sexy, yeah. A plumber once a plumber once referred to shitting to me as, "You have a pop." You he's have like, a pop. You have a pop. He is like he came to the bathroom and like he's <laughs> showing me opening the windows. Like so, you know, you have a pop and you open the window. Really? Yeah, yeah. Where was he from? He's English. Really? Yeah. You have a pop. Yeah, yeah. He's all like Cockney sounding. Young, young, young guy. Quite handsome, if I remember correctly, but um, he was quite. You have a pop. You have a pop. Having a pop, I've always thought of as, as having a go. Yes, that's right. Maybe having a pop, you're having a go at your 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 bum. You're having a go at the toilet. Hey, come on! Oh yeah, you're having a go at the toilet. You're shitting right on it. Hey, come on! 
you piece of shit toilet. Hey, fuck you. I'm having a pop at you. I've only Check ever- this out. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> and that. Hiya. <laughs> I've only ever heard pops in the context of of, of turds from um, Joe Cornish. Oh, yeah. Making some joke that's lodged in my memory in the way that these things do mm. for me mm. about how some it was some pop star who'd made some enormous amount of money on some deal. Yeah. And they said, that's enough money that you can buy a machine that gold plates your pops <laughs> before they hit the water <laughs> as they come out of your ass. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that's a very funny way of describing sort of decadence, just immediately gold plating <laughs> all your pops. Um, but uh, listeners, we've recovered from filming, Phil and I, just about. Yes. Thank you for surviving our hiatus. Yeah. And for your patience. We're very excited for you to see what we've been up to. Um, we think you'll really, really like it. And we may have some other exciting news soon enough. Oh, just keep your ears peeled. Mm, peel those ears. Peel them good. Peel them back. Peel them off. <laughs> peel them right off so you can't not hear our news. Don't, um, don't put your skin in the bin. Put it in the game. Put it okay. in the game. Leave it out of the bin. Peel those ears. Um, but for now, Phil and I are going to the Winnebago trailer. Okay. That is the VIP patreon podcast that's right if you're not on the patreon do sign up we have extra spicy chats on there we have premium correspondence we've got some real good stuff there actually yeah highly recommend big fan of the big fan of the patreon episodes and the base the base offer is just you slide us some cash across the table you get an extra slice of bud pod pie yeah and a couple of bits of uh uh, goodies, a couple of uh, little chunks. You get merchandise. Merch, merch. That's one. You get stickers. You get a little postcard. I think you get a T-shirt. Yeah. I'd have to check. My my brain is still frazzled. I still haven't recovered from what we were up to. Oh, also a shout out to a pod bud, um, Alex. Uh, Alex makes some. Uh, Alex makes really excellent Simpsons art. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really fantastic. And I bought. I bought her. I bought her piece of Millhouse. She's Alex May Hughes on Instagram, and she's got some really cool Simpsons art, like gold-plated Simpsons art. And I bought one that says "Everything's Everything's Coming Up Millhouse," and it's got Millhouse in the middle, going, "Yeah, it's just great." It's great. It's really nice uh, stuff. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and listen to my Richard Herring Leicester Square Theatre podcast, please. Mm-hmm. I want him. I want him to be like, "Wow, look at these numbers. These are Bud Pod numbers." <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. That's Some my pollination. Yes, 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 yes. Pollinate those crosses. Um, okay. See you next week, guys. Thanks for bearing with us. See ya. Bye bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.